Hey, to all the real estate professionals out there, I want to let you know the Buyer's Mind is sponsored by Homebridge Financial. Homebridge loan officers are experts in new home financing, and they bring sales ideas and strategies and market intelligence and programs that will help sell homes. To learn more about that, go to builder.homebridge.com. Homebridge Financial, home financing made easy. How creative do you need to be in the sales process? Well, very, actually. Let's get into that today on The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shaw. Welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of The Buyer's Mind, a abbreviated edition of The Buyer's Mind. I'm your host, Jeff Shaw. So glad to have you with us on this podcast where we want to support you as sales practitioners, as sales professionals. We want to support you to be the best that you can be. Because your customer needs you to be the best that you can be. And so we think about our customers, we always do on this podcast, we try to look at the sale through the mind of the buyer, who they are and what they need. And I think one of the things that your buyer really needs is your creativity. I think they need your creativity. Now, many of you have been hearing that I have a book out now on uh, follow-up, follow-up and close the sale. Went to number one on Amazon. Thank you very much. Uh, But in the book, I talk a lot about this idea of sales creativity. See, so often when we look at follow-up, and not just follow-up, frankly, when we look at all aspects of the sale, so often we look at um, routine. We do this because we've always done it. We do it this way because we've always done it that way. And I want to suggest to you here that there's something to be said for slowing down just a little bit and releasing your creative energy when it comes to assisting your customer. I think oftentimes in sales, we don't want to take chances. We don't want to get outside the lines at all. But I think it's exactly what we need to do if we want to both catch the attention of our customers, keep the attention of our customers, or to serve our customers better. It takes some creativity. You know, the problem so often when we rely exclusively on the CRM for how we're going to stay in touch with our clients, with our prospects, with with those people who might buy from us, is that it's formulaic. I'm not saying that it's bad, by the way, to use a CRM. It's absolutely necessary. But we don't want to get enslaved to that to say there's nothing else that I can do. So what am I talking about here? What does that look like? Well, it starts by getting to know your customer well enough to know how to be creative. So if you're only asking those same questions, those product spec questions of your customer, and you're never really understanding their life, it's going to become very, very difficult for you to get creative. That's the idea. The more you understand about your customer, the more creative that you can be. So, you know, just as an example, I have somebody that I'm working with. I wanted to kind of, this is a somebody who I wanted to help on a project. And I just took a little step there. I simply reached out to her assistant without her knowing and said, just as a secret here, can you tell me this lady's favorite restaurant? I just want to send her a gift card to that restaurant. And that's exactly what I did. It wasn't difficult. It was just learning a little bit about this person in order to uh, take that step. 
And and as we know more about our customers, we know more about their lives, as we know more about what makes them tick, then we can step into their lives creatively. That's the idea. That's the goal. So when you know your customer and you can share their interests, you can figure out something really magical happens. In Robert Cialdini's book on influence theory, he talks a lot about the idea of similarity. We are attracted to people who are similar to us. So when we get to know a customer and we find out where our common interests are, now that gives us the opportunity for a creative way to move the sale along, a creative way to connect with our customer. When we think about creativity, it always begins with knowing your customer well enough. Now, when you know your customer well enough, you simply ask the question, What is my customer needing that maybe even they are not thinking about? What might they need that they're not thinking about? I may have used this example before, but I just love this example. This is a salesperson in Atlanta selling homes. Uh, She's got this prospect who's got two young boys. She's going through a divorce. She's moving to a different part of town. It's a difficult time for her life. She finds out that these boys are into karate. So what the salesperson does is after this conversation, the lady doesn't buy, but she finds out who is the highest rated karate studio in her area. Then on her way home from work, she stops by the studio. She pulls out her smartphone and she does a 30 second interview with the guy who runs that studio asking, why are you ranked number one and why should my client be interested? This is just an opportunity to say, hey, you got a lot of things to think about, but if your boys are going to need a new karate studio, I might have found one for you. It's just a stop on the way home. It's just a little bit of creativity. Oh, by the way, do you know why I'm telling you that story? Because she got the sale. What does that look like? What what does that look like? You know, maybe you're selling cars and somebody is really into, you know, whatever it happens to be. They're really into the, the Chicago Bears or whatever it is. Maybe you send them a link to some custom seat covers that have the Chicago Bears emblem on it. Just say, hey, when you buy the car, you might want to consider picking this up as well. It's these little things along the way that speak volumes. Now, why do they speak volumes? Because your customer now understands that you're not only looking to see how do you get the sale, you're looking at it saying, how do I improve your life? How do I think beyond whether or not you're going to buy and into the idea of whether I can improve your life? Now, this is especially important in a virtual environment because now we have customers who have a lot more time to think about these things. So if there was ever a time to be able to send interesting links, informational articles, things that would complement what it is they're thinking about purchasing, you've got their attention. This is such a great way to do it. I want to suggest to you that it starts by asking, what do we know about that customer? And if you don't know very much, you got a problem that needs to be solved right out of the gate. Start there. But if you do know a lot about the customer, this should be easy. Not only should it be easy, it should actually be fun. It should be enjoyable for you to get creative in thinking about how to solve the customer's problem, how to add value to their life. Your customer needs your creativity. Hey, by the way, before we wrap it up, I've got a new book titled Follow Up and Close the Sale. And in it, I'm going to share with you what you need to know for successful follow-up that's going to benefit you throughout your career. Just go to jeffshore.com slash sales follow-up. 